Where the travel agents coming to you with tips, tricks, interviews, and voyages by cruise. The travel agents bringing you the latest travel news. Now boarding flight Cleveland to um, um, <laughs> Newark, the Maldives. That sounds more that direct exciting. flight that's in Cleveland to the Maldives. You know. Did I tell you one time I had a, a conference that was in Morocco the first year, and then the yeah. next in the, in the years preceding when I joined this uh, marketing group, it was in like uh, Dublin and South Africa, and then uh, but I joined the year of Morocco, which was amazing. And the next year, the conference was at the the Newark Airport Marriott, <laughs> <laughs> which is quite honestly my least favorite airport in the entire world. Oh, I no don't like Newark. Newark. I do not care for it. Hate well, it. when you hear about this business flying business class, you're going to have a whole new appreciation for Newark. Sure. I, I'm, I, hey, open the doors for me, man. So business class, first class, what the heck is the difference? Yeah. And it gets a little confusing. What I'm truly going to, what I'm going to say is that for most of your domestic flights flying around the country of the USA, it's going to be first class and economy. First class economy, no business class. But then when you start flying overseas, you have economy and then you have business class, international business class. And most people say, well, if you're traveling overseas and there's business class, then what's overseas first class? And I would say this, the majority of overseas flights, like on, on big jets, do not have a true first class. What you think about is the really nice lie flat bed seats yeah. is actually the business class. Okay. However, 747s, which is Boeing's largest aircraft, does have a true first class. So for example, Swiss Airlines flies a daily flight from Chicago to Zurich on Swiss Airlines. It's on a 747. It's got these amazing business class lie flat seats, but then, but then will it has eight first class suites. Oh man. Okay. So you're going to have to go look at those on, on YouTube because they're incredible. So have you ever seen Crazy Rich Asians? Yes. All right. So you know the scene like in the beginning before she knows she's <laughs> the dude's like the richest guy in Singapore or <laughs> right, something. Right. They're in like a first class flight yeah, on like the Singaporean Airlines and it's suite. like a room and it's a suite. Mm -hmm. So is it like that? Yeah. And you can watch Ooh. who's the Casey Neistat guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Yeah, you did like an eighteen thousand dollar air, uh, like a, air suite. It's like a like a button that opens and closes the private door and all that kind of stuff. So oh, it's, it's incredible for the but low low price of eighteen thousand dollars. <laughs> I'm going to be talking about international business class. Um, so, and I really want to make that key here because if I say business class and you're going to book a flight from I don't know New York to Tampa. You're not going to get the services I'm about to talk about. And if I say international and you book a flight from, I don't know, Miami to Cancun, yeah, that's international, but it's not the true like foreign continent flying we're talking about. Yeah, so, it's not over like the Atlantic or the Pacific. Exactly. Exactly. Or going to South America or something, right? Sure. Where you're going to get one of these larger aircrafts like a 777 or the 787 Dreamliner or an Airbus A330 or something like that. So I'm talking about the long, we're talking like flights that are somewhere in the realm of six, seven hours or more overseas and you're flying business class. So right off the bat, um, you are going to, you are in for a treat if you've never done it. And if you have done it, you're getting excited right now because you're remembering your last business class international flight and what a dream come true it was. 
So I'm going to start from the check-in process. When you get to the airport, there's a separate check-in line for you. Usually there's like a little red carpet laid down. And yeah. so where all the other <laughs> uh, coach passengers are, are like queuing up to check in or drop off their suitcases, you get to go to the VIP first class line. I'm going to talk about baggage. Um, majority of passengers on overseas flights, unless you're flying basic economy, the majority of passengers get one free checked bag up to 50. That's five zero, 50 pounds each. When you're flying international business class, you get to check up to, I would say pretty much every airline uh, this applies. You get to check up to two bags, 70 pounds each. That's 140 Ooh. pounds per person. All right. So you get to jump up from 50 to 140 pounds. Absolutely. Next is the lounge access. So this one's a little bit tricky because it depends on what airport you're originating from and if they truly have a, a lounge, right? So if you're going to be in one of your hubs, like let's say you're flying out of Atlanta, Detroit, Minneapolis, or JFK. Well, if you're familiar with these airlines, those four airports I've just named, you know those are all Delta hubs. So if you're flying internationally on Delta out of one of those four hub airports, you're allowed to go into the Delta Sky Miles or the Delta Sky Lounge, which are some of the nicest lounges I've ever been in. What can you expect when you go into these lounges? An open bar, either serve yourself or fully served by a staff where pretty much any alcohol you can picture, as well as um, open an open buffet. And depending on the time of day, you just go serve yourself. Um, nice Wi-Fi, very comfortable chairs. And JFK, there is like a and yeah, no, in JFK in particular, they have like a, um, a uh, observatory area where you get to kind of, you're up, you're elevated yeah. you get to go outside and watch planes take off. That's really exciting. Um, there's also showers that you can use. Ooh, yeah, that's yeah. big. And then just really comfortable chairs, some that okay. recline pretty far. You see a lot of people napping. And then there's also a Starbucks um, espresso machine. Ooh, okay. So are these the same kind of lounges that you might see in some travel credit cards, like some of the benefits of like certain travel credit cards? Gotcha. So your three legacy carriers like Delta, United, and American, they all have, as well as other big airlines, they have their own lounges that oftentimes the credit cards won't give you access to. Credit, gotcha. credit cards, like the priority pass and stuff, usually give you access to um, lounges owned by like a third party, not those big airlines. Gotcha. Okay. With some exceptions, like for example, pause here. What airport is that I want to talk about that I was? Not Chicago, not JFK, Miami, no. What airport was that? I might just. Dallas. Okay. Um, with the exception of some, so like at, at Washington Dulles airport, if you have the priority pass, you can get into the KLM lounge. KLM is the an airlines. Yeah. yeah. The Dutch airline. Very good. So, okay. That's cool. So that is, I mean, that makes, that makes your arriving, you're waiting for your flight as well as layovers. Instead of it being a drag, it's almost exciting. Something to look forward to. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So totally reclaimed how boring a layover is by having lounges. And those are for departures, not necessarily arrivals. Okay. Then you're one of the first people on the plane. As you always know, first class and business class get boarded first. When you get on, I think some of my favorite things are that they greet you by name because they have the manifest and, and some, it's not that exciting. They're literally holding a piece of paper like, uh, hi, Mr. Uh, Chima. Cause they get my name wrong. Right. But still it's, it's kind of exciting. <laughs> and they greet you with a warm towel. 
that I think is just for your hands, but I rub it all over my face because I have no tact or cream. <laughs> um, and then like, I like that they, they will, like in the winter, they'll take your jacket and they'll even hang it up. How cool is that? That's just cool. these little yeah. things that aren't that big of a deal, but you just feel so VIP, right? Sure. And then before you take off, they will come around and take your your order for the meal, which is served up, you know, past thirty five thousand feet once you've reached altitude. And and I just love that you're actually ordering off a menu as opposed to would you like chicken or pasta? It's like no, you actually get a menu and the um, to read from and choose maybe four or five options. There's usually a vegetarian option and maybe a fish or a meat option, and it's it's good because when they come out to bring you your meal. Um, not only is it, is it hot and it doesn't seem microwave, but they actually put out like a, a tablecloth on your tray Really, and they give you real silverware. Okay. I'm talking like fork, knife, spoon, metal. It's like a, you could stab someone. You get the whole restaurant experience. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so I, I love that about this. Next for the in-flight experience, the, the TV in front of you and the and the seat in front of you is larger than in coach, and they actually give you headphones to wear, not to keep, but just to wear, and they circle your entire ear. They're not just like cheap earbuds like everybody in coach gets, so they're right. very comfortable. You can sure. fall asleep wearing them. Yeah. Are, are they, <laughs> probably a stretch here, but are they noise canceling? <laughs> they're not. Okay. Hey. No can't get everything right <laughs> that's on the eighteen thousand dollar flight exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> um i think they specifically make them so you don't i mean you're not allowed to take them home but sure. i think they make them so you don't want to because they're the double pronged uh male um connectors gotcha go yeah double pronged female connectors so they don't work on any device you have unless you were to purchase like uh an adapter, which who's going to go through all that trouble. Right. Yeah. No so I wonder if they that. do that on purpose or if there's some other reason for that. Next, I want to talk about, uh, again, more about like the, the seat itself. So you get two to three pillows and a comforter. So you stay nice and warm. And the best part about this is that these seats lie flat 180 degrees. And oh, even man. a guy like me who's six foot three, I can lay comfortably. I needed that on the trip to Israel. <laughs> <laughs> really want to make it clear though, because this could throw someone, if the, if you're flying international business class, but you happen to be on a smaller jet, like a 737, your seat's not going to lie flat. So you really want to make sure you understand the aircraft you're on. And I recommend going to seatguru.com. That's seat, S-E-A-T, guru, G-U-R-U.com. You type in, the date you're traveling, the airline you're on, and the flight number, and then it tells you, are those seats like lie-flat beds? Okay, that's or really is it helpful. just a deep recline, like on the 737? Yeah, I've always, like, uh, prior to getting into the travel agency business, always wondered, like, you know, you board a flight Cleveland to Miami or whatever, right. and business class is just, like, the yeah. seats are a little bit nicer, but they're still kind of Yeah, crappy. instead of three by three, it's two by two or something. Yeah, like something that. like that. So I'm always like, okay, where are those where yeah. are those first class seats that you see in white uh crazy yeah. rich Asians? Yeah. You know? Like where are those at? Like where <laughs> sure. where's the you know the gap? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so after so I can only speak on some of my experiences. Like I'm thinking about a, a United business class. Uh, international business class flight I took from uh, Newark to Athens, Greece, where after my dinner, they came around with a wine tasting. They gave me four little glasses, filled each one with a different wine from around 
the world. And it was just tremendous with, with cheese and all that kind of stuff. And then after that, they came around with a dessert tray, like something <laughs> you would see out of like a wedding, right? They're just yeah. like pushing this tray and you, you point to what you want and with their tongs, they hand you macaroons or brownies or cookies or all that kind of stuff. That's fun. Absolutely. Um, and then about an hour and a half before you land, they wake you up to give you, if it's an overnight flight, they wake you up to give you their breakfast service, which I was very impressed with talking like croissants, yogurt, fruit, all sorts of, you can have a mimosa if you want. I mean, the alcohol is really all inclusive on the flight. So you could just keep ordering any drink you want. Really? It's great. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And I think one of the other nice perks, it's not that the lavatory in first class is nicer. It's just that there's maybe 16 of you using it as opposed to 300 of you in coach. Right. So it's just significantly easier to use the restroom and it's not as gross because <laughs> sure. not as many people have yeah. used it. Yeah. Right. So all those, all those things combined, I'm a huge fan. I've gotten to fly business class, uh, internationally on United lot Polish airlines. That was a 787 dreamliner, which I'm a huge fan of as well as Ethiopian airlines. Which one was your favorite? Ethiopian, and why? Ethiopian was amazing because yeah? the servers were so. It's like there were more servers on that than other flights. Okay, so constantly coming up asking you, "Would you like this? Would you like that?" And I really liked how they had this little magnet you could put on your seat. Yeah, it was a green and a red magnet, like a "Do not disturb." So if you were okay. sleeping, because when you're sleeping, they'll wake you up and say, "Hey, it's time for breakfast," or "Would you, you know, would you like a wine tasting?" Which I've always found like that's kind of weird that they're going to wake me up from a deep sleep to ask me if I want wine or breakfast or like that. But um, you can put the "Do not disturb" magnet up, and they won't they won't bug you. And Interesting. Okay, I was yeah. just very impressed. With All right, Ethiopia. Ethiopia Airlines. Hey, shout out to uh, the <laughs> Ethiopian podcast. That was a, one of your highs in that episode. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, when when so many people, I so many clients I come in contact with, they're so excited about their trip, but they they're already cringing the flight. We're sure. talking seven or eight months in advance for planning this trip, and they're already nervous about that eight-hour flight to Europe, right? Mm -hmm. So to have to have a a service that you're looking forward to totally changes the trip and sets it off to the best star possible. Sure, mind. sure, yeah. I mean, to that point, like, how much can one expect? It's 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 you know it's obviously difficult because, like we mentioned, there are eighteen thousand dollars seats for right. first class flights but right. obviously not all flights are like that right um what what could you say on an estimate it's hard mm. to say exactly price yeah price wise yeah, one yeah. could expect so, for a european well, trip right so going from the united states over to europe we always say the goal is to get it for under four thousand per person round trip business class all right i think the least expensive i've ever seen i did see flights one time for 2300 round trip business class from the u.s to to somewhere in Europe. So that's that's the best I've ever seen. Um, I've, I've also sold them for 7,000 per person because those specific dates or the specific flights they wanted were just more expensive. So you're looking at this range of as low as 2,300 to, you know, up for $7,000, sure. you know. Yeah. Um, just kind of use that as a range. If you're getting something in the range of 3,000 per person round trip, you're getting a great deal. Sure, yeah. So it, it, yeah, like you said, it ranges. Right. Man, okay. First class. I got to try it someday, man. I'm oh, going to do it. I can't wait for you to experience it, Will, and I want to hear all about it and how, <laughs> how you liked it. Yeah, it's probably going to have to wait until we get a, a nice a nice sponsor. <laughs> yes, it's about time. Come on, sponsors. Where are you? Cool. All right. I think that's it. Do you have anything it. else?
I don't have anything else. All no. right. That concludes our uh, mini episode. Yeah. What are we calling these? Travel shorts. Travel shorts. And <laughs> that concludes our travel short on an international business flights. Okay. Thanks for tuning in. We're the travel agents. That's the end of our show. Make sure to comment and subscribe before.